0: So there's um, three or four letters from her. Uh, there's a lot of letters from his mother. Um, I did find a letter from Bud, And I think a letter from Bob. And then I just found a postcard. And I'm pretty sure it's from Um uh, That was
1: really cute. Well, th- uh, thank goodness he kept those. That, that's just precious.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My parents had these boxes of stuff that went from Virginia to Houston. Then, um, so we lived in a, a part of town, um, before the Johnson Spacecraft Center opened, uh, my father worked at a building in a place closer in town. So we lived, um, closer in town than most people who lived in,
1: uh, who worked at NASA. Right. And, um... So uh,
0: then after my dad's health got kind of bad, we moved out to Clear Lake and we lived there, I think six years before my father passed away. So those were my middle school and high school years. And then um, um, my mom and I moved to an apartment, then we moved to a duplex, then we moved to Uh, She moved a couple of times. She moved back to Virginia, then she moved back to Houston. And anyway, this trunk that had all of these letters was either at my mom's or at my house. Wherever I lived, they went with her or with me. So uh, when I finally got around to opening the trunk, there were all these letters from when my dad was in the Army. So it's really cool.
1: That's, That's really a treasure trove.
0: Yeah. I also found all these letters that my mother swore to me that she had burned, but um, they're letters to them each back and
1: forth. Yeah. Letters to my mom and from my dad and letters to my dad from my mom while
0: while my dad was in Alabama going to college. So I'm going to go back and uh, read some of those. And see if I can find out any more information. I doubt he's going to write any information to my mother about Harper. <laughs> <laughs> <I> doubt it. <laughs> but you never know. So I'm going to go back. And, but the problem is, is that a couple of letters that I did read were kind of sexy. Yeah. And you know, you don't really want to read that from your parents. No. <laughs> Old and I was like, oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> so I haven't read any for a while, but uh, my intention is over the next few years to uh, start going through them. And,
1: wow, that's amazing.
0: And put them in order.
1: That's amazing.
0: So I told my son Benjamin if he would do some of the research that he and I could write a book about my dad because he
1: had a really, really interesting life. Yeah, y'all should do that. So, um, hopefully, either we will
0: write a book on the computer to share with everyone, or we will write a book to publish. We'll see.
1: Now, Benjamin's in uh, uh, a journalistic-type career, right? No, um, well, no, uh, Daniel, my old... Daniel, oldest. Daniel, okay. He's a
0: sports journalist. Yeah, man. yeah. He got a, a sports journalism degree from... Missouri, and uh, so he works for a
1: television station called NBA TV, which is all about basketball. Yeah. Now, so what does Benjamin do? Started up. Soon. Yeah. What does Benjamin do?
0: Benjamin. Benjamin. Um, so he was working for a company and living in Atlanta uh, with his brother for a while, but he uh, decided he wanted to pursue politics. And, yeah. Um, he has a political science degree from the University of Alabama. And so um, he um, moved to Houston and worked for a candidate who was running as a Democrat for uh, Senate, but there were like 12
1: people in the running, and he didn't make the runoff. Yeah. And so um, he was about to get another job with
0: another candidate when COVID hit. So now he's kind of uh, actually thinking about uh, and studying for possibly going to law school in about a year.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm, you know, there's no end to politics. I'm sure there's a career there if he's still interested after we find a vaccine. Yes,
0: exactly. Oh, yeah,
1: definitely. Uh, I don't
0: know where his uh, life will take him, but I think that politics will be a part of it because he's always been interested in that. Cool. Anyway, I like following your girls and
1: their girls. Well, (laughs) you know... Yeah, girls, girls, girls. Uh, you know, it's it's interesting. I take a million pictures of them, and sometimes I, I worry about uh, my effect on the Internet of <laughs> uh, posting all these pictures. But uh, I was talking to one of, uh, one of my brother's former wife, Paulette. Do you know right. Paulette? Uh-huh. Yeah. She, I, mean, I don't know her, but I know who she is. Yeah. And uh, I was telling is, her about that's right, uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. I was telling her about, you know, posting all these old pictures and and keeping her in the loop because she's still a dear family friend, and um, uh, right. uh, she suggested that I... Well, she remarked that wouldn't it be great to get all these memories down before we all go because, uh, you know, the, the stems all but Aileen have moved on, and now... uh our generation is getting on up there. So uh, right. That's it, it, right. it kind of prompted me to go ahead and uh, get some of this written down or, or posted or something. Maybe my children or grandchildren be interested or or who knows, they, they may not.
0: <laughs> it's kind of interesting because um, since I have boys, I kind of thought, Maybe they weren't really that interested and don't want a lot of the old memory things. But yeah. As they get older, they their interest becomes more peaked. And then um, I know Ben told me that he um, did Ancestry for a while and said he found out a lot about my family, but he didn't know a lot about his father's family. Uh huh. And because of uh, uh, COVID, my husband's cousins who live uh, from Philadelphia to San Francisco um, and there's probably about um, three, there's probably about nine of them, ten of them. Um, they all get together the first Thursday of the month and with my father-in-law, my husband's father is 98 years old. Wow. And so, uh, Benjamin has actually sat down and listened to some of the stories and one of Mike's oldest cousins will talk about um, where his dad's uh, family grew up in Brooklyn, and Melvin will fill in. He's still sharp as a tack, and he'll fill in, oh, yeah, the house was next to so-and-so's, and then we did this, and we did that, da, 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 da. and so um, uh, it is really interesting, and someday kids will be interested in what's yeah. with their previous generation.
1: Yeah. Well, let, let me ask you one last question about Harper Lee, uh, okay. and and that is, uh, it was after this all came out in, in our family, my mother was saying that uh, uh, maybe some of the color, some of the descriptive color in uh, To Kill a Mockingbird may have... Uh, been influenced by some of the things that happened in uh, the family, in, in the Gibbons family there. That's right. Um,
0: I've, I've heard that. Um, I remember Doria saying something about the
1: shooting of the dog was something Granddaddy Gibbons did. Yeah. And um, I remember Aileen
0: was very upset because she stole these stories and put them in her book. But Annie Bob and I had a discussion about it, and I mean, journalists
1: steal stuff from people all the time. Yeah, um, it's not like they're stealing it; they're just using it. That's and right. So, um, my brothers both have written stories, and
0: they've probably taken information from what people have said and um, other, you know, parts of their lives. Oh yeah,
1: and yeah.
0: That's just the way uh, people who write books do. I. I really wish that I could write a book. I, I hope to someday at least write a historical diary of uh, my family's life, but um, uh, I'm much a better editor than I am a writer. So, um, but I do know that writing is a mixture of your own experiences as well as the experiences of people who around you. Yeah, yeah. I don't have any facts about it. Oh no, I I wouldn't I, want to... I, think, I think that's the lore and I think it's probably true some
1: of it. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't want to purport to write down any facts. I wouldn't want Harper Lee's uh estate to come after me. This is all family lore. It's like in my uh in in my father's lineage, supposedly there's some uh, you know, Native American uh heritage. Well, You know, we did some Ancestry.com and, you know, we never found any uh, link to any kind of Native American heritage. So those kind of stories... On either side of the family? No, not on either side of the family. Wow. Do do you know anything I don't know? I just know that I always heard
0: that uh, that, uh, my dad, your mother's, Father had American Indian in him. That's what I
1: always heard. Yeah, yeah, and and you know I it, I'm not a real good researcher. I'm a mathematician by trade, but uh, right. I never when I went through ancestry, I didn't find anything like that. And uh, my sister Susie uh, actually knew a professional uh, ancestry researcher uh, uh-huh. who who traced her back to, you know, the Daughters of the Revolution so she could become a D.A.R. member, right. and, uh, she, she didn't find anything.
0: Interesting. Yeah. 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 Um, I definitely could be a D.A.R. Uh, from my mother's side, too. Because
1: yeah. <laughs> she's, uh, first family of Virginia. <laughs> oh, Wow.
0: stayed really close and um and just really really cared about each other and Uh have um a really wonderful i know from my own standpoint um i have a, a a mother from virginia and a father from alabama but they raised me that everyone is equal and not to be um prejudiced for
1: any any reason of anybody and i feel really proud about that yeah that's something that that i spoke to my siblings about is you know we were raised in the deep deep south and none of us uh have any inclination toward uh any kind of racist belief we're all uh right you know very accepting of diversity
0: yeah yeah i think it's wonderful i really do yeah um I'm very, very lucky. I worked at a nature center for 26 years, and then I got let go because we had a director who decided to, quote, go in a different direction. She just didn't really like me. Yeah. But anyway, um, I thought I wasn't ever going to work again, but I ended up getting this job, and it's uh, called the Episcopal
1: Health Foundation. Right. I saw that. And they are a fantastic place. And um,
0: so basically what we do is we teach, we we provide training through other... um, Entities, contracts that we have with other entities, nonprofits, um, to, uh, teach congregations and community centers, um, how to, um, discuss racism and poverty and mental health, um, with their, um, congregations and their people. And I'm just so proud to be a part of that. And I'm so lucky that I, that I had the views formulated before I got there.
1: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly we're
0: uh... Oh, uh, one other thing I wanted to tell you yeah your father was really really special and he and I just sort of migrated towards each other at the family reunions. I think part of it was because he was kind of an outlaw and I was uh, an outlaw and that I was in the family on the given side but I didn't really know very many people right so uh, we talked a lot he told me about his I
1: think he did motorcycle trips. Yeah. And, um, you know, he talked about his kids. And,
0: um, and just, um, he was so, so sweet. And the thing that made me mad was no one ever told me he died.
1: Oh. And
0: I don't even know when it was that I found out. What year did he die? 1988. 88. So that makes sense um I remember I didn't, I lived in California from 87 to 90, so I didn't go to the family reunion for like, you know, two or three years in a row. Yeah. And, um, and when I went back and I found out he died, I was shocked and I was so upset because no one had told me because he was such a sweetheart. I just loved him. I just Whoa. wanted you to know that he, I
1: don't know how he was as a dad or, you know, as a <laughs> as husband, but I do know that he was really, really sweet. Well, thank you so much. You know, my memories of my dad are are all positive. Uh, he he uh, loved his children. He, you know, Howard uh, was a stepchild, but he loved nice. Howard just as much as all the rest of us. He never treated him anything other than a son. And, uh, you know, he was occasionally uh, rough on us. He gave us some pretty hard spankings. Oh, sure, my dad beat the crap out of me because I made some D's. Yeah, <laughs> I I can tell you Your that... Of
0: mine is going
1: to be stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you that my father uh, only told me he loved me one time in my life. Uh, I had, in high school, I had stayed out uh, longer than I should, and he explained that he was worried about me and... Uh, I don't know if he punished me or not, but he wanted me to know that he loved me, even though he was disappointed in me. Uh, right. And so, you know, he he uh, he was an office worker. He worked hard every day, uh, and came home and and you know relaxed. So he wasn't really a participatory father a lot, but I never felt unloved at any time so I have nothing but fond memories of my father
0: yeah yeah my father worked 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 I mean uh, there was always a uh, moonshot or you know there was always something going on uh, in NASA and then they worked in the newspaper when we were real little um, you know there was always deadlines and this and that but, but I also think that it was a generation I think our parents generation was raised by people who were non-demonstrative in the first place. Um, I think um, every generation that's come um, has, I don't know, as, as far as my husband and myself, um, we have a hard time, like, you know, holding hands or being um, demonstrative ourselves, but we made sure that we're that way with our kids, and we still hug and kiss our kids even though they're dirty and they're boys. But, <laughs> Know demonstrative of, of their love and affection. Yeah, and it,
1: it kind of worked its way down. But I think every generation we get better. <laughs> well, I hope so. I I hug my grandchildren just 24 hours a day if I could. I know I would be. I
0: have grand dogs and I I hug them <laughs> 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 because they live with me at the moment. Oh, but, um, but yeah, I I hope. One day I'll have grandkids, and I will be able to love them and hug
1: them as much as anybody. Well, I hope so, too, because they are a real joy. Yep.
0: Oh, gosh, and yours are so adorable. Oh, my God. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Beginning with Savannah. Now, I love the relationship that um, that our kids have. Savannah's a lot younger than Ben and Daniel, but they still keep in touch. I know... Um, thanksgiving i went to um the week before thanksgiving i went to atlanta to spend a few days with daniel and he and i he had gotten a new car and it was like a, it's a lexus sports car kind of thing and i
1: said let's go for a drive he said okay so we drove up to chattanooga and went to elizabeth's restaurant oh i and, i can't tell you how much she appreciated that that was just the highlight of her week or month i, I she just loved that well the
0: Daniel
1: texted Savannah and said, what are you doing in 45 minutes? Or maybe it was like an hour and a half or whatever it was. But whatever Google
0: said, it would take us to get there.
1: (laughs) If you can get to uh, Chattanooga from Atlanta in 45 minutes, you are flying.
0: Yeah. It was probably an hour. It was probably 95 minutes. It was probably an hour and a half. Yeah. along in his new car. Yeah,
1: it is amazing how accurate those apps can be.
0: I know, I know. But it's wonderful how the kids have gotten um, kept in touch. And I'm hoping to get the word out to everyone, because I, I don't know
1: that everyone knows um, that we're going to be having these um, Zoom calls speak, for the reunion. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, it, I hate Facebook, but if not for Facebook, I don't think we would know about stuff like that.
0: That's right. So, anyway, well, I enjoyed the chat and the interview, and well, hopefully we can do it another
1: time. Yeah, thank you so much. That that was just unbelievably fascinating, hearing my mother's letter. Just unbelievable. Well, there's a couple more, and I'll try to get them recorded and uh, get them to you. And um, if not, I'll definitely bring them to you at the next reunion. All right. Well, thanks so much.
0: All right, John. Take care. Tell everybody I said hello. You too.
1: Love you. All right. Bye-bye. You too. Bye-bye.